Welcome uh, to episode uh, 150 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it's Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the uh, 10th of October, he says, stuttering through it. 10th of October, uh, 2000. 2020 and uh i hope uh i hope you're all doing all right out there um he says uh checking his levels and um and hopefully uh uh getting through this episode 150 people holy fucking shit there are now 70 well there will be at the end of this 75 fucking hours of this shit wheedling its way zooming through the internet uh, at any given moment, ready, um, ready to be, um, ready to be listened to at your pleasure, baby. Um, yeah, I hope you're doing all right out there. It is, uh, it's fucking, oh, I'm a bit all over the place. It's fucking half two. Yes, I just said that. Half two, actually 2.36 in the fucking morning. Um, I got up early uh, this morning and decided to set my alarm an hour earlier than I have to fucking get up for the fucking day job, baby. Um, so uh, I've got to be at work at fucking four o'clock, man. So I'm fucking trying to bash this shit out. And um, and hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be all right, won't it? Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, so um, it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a nice week for me. Um, hey, hey guys out there, it's been kind of a nice week for me. Um, I did a gig on Wednesday night, which I'll talk through in a minute. Uh, that is not part of the nice week. <laughs> Let's be fucking honest with you. Um, it was a fucking struggle. Uh, old Benny boy, uh, unprepared again, baby. Um, unprepared, but, uh, I don't know, I'll fucking, you know. I tried to uh, do some new stuff. It didn't go great. It sometimes happens like that, doesn't it? Particularly with me. Um, because I'm not doing, like, trying not to do fucking easy stuff. You know what I mean? Just, hey, guys. How are you all doing? Making it about the audience or anything like that? I have opinions I want to share, people. You know what I mean? It's just fucking getting those opinions right. Um... The old getting fit this week has gone quite well. I'm I, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. The weight is dropping off me. I've lost about fucking half a stone in about a week. I know. Not eating and shit like that and being busy and fucking working hard in the fucking oh, day job. That's, uh, that's one good thing that's happened this year. At least I have, no, I have an instinct for survival and willing to do anything to earn money. Keep it clean, people. Keep it clean. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's the only thing. I'm fucking glad of the day job at the minute, um, just so I can keep the fucking roof over my head here at Briggs Towers. Keep the uh, moats uh, surrounding Briggs Towers um, uh, nice, <laughs> nice and duck free, baby. I don't know what the fuck I'm on about. Anyway, Wednesday. Let's get to this fucking gig on Wednesday that we fucking did. Shall we? Uh, let's get this. I was in. Uh, I was in Northampton as part of uh, as part of the promotional campaign for running uh, comedy events by the uh, Comedy Crate team uh, in Northampton. Check them out. 
uh, at www.thewearethecomedycrateguys.com. I don't know what their fucking website is. I ain't, uh, you know, I'm just, yeah, just Google Comedy Crate Northampton or something like that. My fucking ugly mug might come up on a few fucking posters. Uh, but anyway, I was at a place called The Wig and Pen. And um, uh, to say it went disastrously badly um, is, uh, is, is, is about fucking on the money. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Why would I lie anymore? Why? Why? You know, I've got to be at work in the day job in an hour and 20 minutes. Why the fuck would I lie to you people? Um, I tried new stuff. I couldn't remember it. Um, it was just from the, from the off, it was fucking weird. Um, because obviously we've got all our fucking restrictions, uh, restrictions in place. So you have to walk into the venue with a fucking mask. Don't try and mask me, man. Um, which is what I was thinking as I was walking into the venue. Don't try and gag me, man. I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking rebel. That's what I am. You can't master truth, people of the fucking government setting these restrictions where I have to wear a mask when I walk into the venue. Do you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, so I got there um, and we're all masked up. When you're sitting at the table or whatever, like in the comedian's table, the comedian's area, um, you weren't master, but I like when I get to a gig, I like to do a little bit of pacing. I like to hang about at the back of the venue and just like look at the fucking audience and watch what's going on, watch what they're reacting to and shit like that. And uh, not that it's going to change, <laughs> not that it's going to make an ounce of fucking difference to what I'm going to do on stage, but it just settles me down a little bit. I get, get to know the fucking vibe of the room a little bit. And, um, and just people watch for a bit, see how people interact with each other, see, basically look for cunts. That's what I do. Uh, and there was one standing at the back, and it was me. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the night started all right. I was um, uh, I was opening, uh, and the, uh, the night started all right. They were a bit fucking chatty. There was, you know... There was a bit of an issue. It was outside, you see. So, like, it was outside in the garden. Um, so there was a bit of a, a an issue with sound, people not being able to hear, and then people being quite vocal about, I can't hear. Um, vocal about that and whinging about not being able to hear and shit. So um, uh, the, the compare did about 15, 20 minutes, I think, um, dealing with all that shit, and then I went on and just fucking delved in too deeply. I was standing at the back before I was, because I was standing around like some fucking little 12-year-old working behind the bar, um, came over and uh, said, oh, you're not allowed to stand up, you know, at the at the back. Uh, and I was like, I'm just literally about to go on stage, sweetheart, behave yourself. You know, I'm trying to get in the mindset. You know, I'm a fucking artiste, sweetheart. You know, I've done all that myself. I know what it's like pulling pints behind the bar. You think you're someone special because people are coming up to you all the time. They just want to drink, baby. Um, so um, I was, uh, that pissed me off a little bit before I went on stage because you're trying to get your head fucking sorted. You know, you're trying to get in fucking, you know, 
philosophical fucking, I'm a fucking preacher stroke prophet mode. You don't understand this, bar lady. You know, I'm trying to make people think here. I'm trying to change the world, baby, and you're telling me, telling me to fucking put my mask on. You are the um, the exact opposite of freedom of speech right now with your fucking beer fucking smelling hands. I know they smell of beer. Um, yeah, so uh, that fucking put me in a bad mood. And then, uh, uh, I know I shouldn't uh, let it affect my performance, people, but, you know, I am only human. We can only do this, you know, you can only be nice for so fucking so long. Uh, and I think I was a little bit overexcited because I haven't had a gig for a while and um, started ripping, uh, w- walked up to the stage um, and the mic was just fucking <laughs> perched on the fucking amplification system. Um, so I didn't really know which one to pick up because there was two mics uh, and then started ripping into the guy at the back who uh, who regularly comes to gigs to watch me in Northampton. So I fucking I didn't realise that until he uh, until he chirped up because I couldn't quite see who was uh, uh, there's there's another fan lost. <laughs> Just when you start creating a following for yourself in your own hometown, you alienate them immediately. Um, which was like I didn't realise um, that he was the guy chir- chirping up because I couldn't quite see uh, around the corner. And his missus had already come up to me uh, at one point and asked me if I wanted to do uh, some sort of charity gig raising money for something. Who knows? I do a lot for charity people. Um, I don't do as much as I should, to be perfectly honest, you know. Um but we're all trying, aren't we? You know, I'm trying, and I said I'd fucking do it, and then made a joke of like, uh, well, <laughs> you want us probably best to check me out on stage first. Oh, no, my boyfriend really likes you. He says you're great. Uh, well, you know, like, that's very nice of him, but uh, I have a funny feeling I'm going to be dying on my ass in 15 minutes, so you may not want to commit to this just yet. Um, so, uh, uh yeah, so, so I went on stage and just fucking ripped him for being a child and then realised it was the guy and his uh, girlfriend who'd asked me. I, I think it's that point I lost the charity gig. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who knows? Maybe I need my own charity gig. Let's have a fucking benefit for my fucking comedy career that was before uh, fucking... The last gig I did was fucking hard work, and this one was fucking hard work as well. Uh, let's have uh, let's have a little bit of tea before we get into this. So yeah, um, oh, that's nice, nice bit of Yorkshire tea. Well, that tea used to be all right. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, so I'm on stage and I fucking ripped him already, and then there was a lot of fucking chatter, people on their fucking phones. That was, the thing is, this place, the Wigan Pen, right? It's run by like some guy who called me bro. That's all you need to fucking know. Some white guy who called me bro as well. Uh, you know, a white guy calling you bro. You know, he's he's got a fucking skateboard somewhere, hasn't he? <laughs> In his collection, he's got fucking sweatbands, rollerblades, and a fucking skateboard. 
somewhere. Little fucking man burn on top of his head. Hey, bro. His missus has got fucking tattoos all up her fucking arms and shit like that, you know. It's like his missus had cut the fucking arms off of the dead corpse of Amy Winehouse and had them surgically sewn onto her. Um, so she was like that sort of type, you know. They're all the, you know, they're, they're running a pub in Northampton, but they want to be in Camden. That's it. <laughs> you know, they've fucking bought that pub and gone, hey, hey, sweetheart, we can have our own little corner of fucking Camden here. So obviously it attracted like that sort of fucking crowd um, who don't really give a shit. They're too cool for school, baby, aren't they? Um, you know. Although they wouldn't be the cool kids at school when I was around, you know, like smoking behind the bike sheds and that sort of thing. They'd just be, they'd just be vaping near a, a skate park, I imagine. Not actually able to skate, you know, not proper skater dudes and dudettes. Just, you know, hanging around the skate park, you know, just vaping and fucking judging people, you know comparing their fucking retro clothing with each other. Not actually, you know, wanting to get, like, scuffed knees or, like, a broken fucking pelvis by jumping off the fucking skate park ramps, just hanging around vaping. That's the whole generated, that whole fucking gentrified fucking, what do they call them? Uh, I don't know what they fucking call them. What do they call them? Fucking throwbacks, whatever. What, what the fuck do they call those people? I don't know. Maybe it's too early for me to think. This could be it, people. This could be the breakdown on this episode. Fucking, oh, God. I can't think what they fucking call them. What are they going uh, Am I going to have to Google this? Is this the thing? I know. I know you're probably screaming it into the fucking airways right now, you listeners out there. Um, cunts with... Man burns, uh, called. What are they called? Man burn, cunt burn. <laughs> a type of hairstyle for a man where they usually have long hair on top. That's what it ought to be called, a cunt burn. Um, oh, fuck knows what they're called. What are they? Fucking hipsters. That's it, isn't it? Bang. Fucking uh, said that a little bit. Hipsters. Um, yeah, them cunts hanging around, aren't they? Hey, dude, fucking yeah, bro. Oh, God. Fuck off, you fucking, uh, with your fucking beard. Get personality rather than growing a fucking beard. No, it's easier to grow a beard, isn't it? You know, thank God for hormones so you can, or fucking testosterone so you can be cool. Testosterone wouldn't exist. You wouldn't get fucking laid. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah, so it was an audience of those, basically, uh, and, uh, I went into talking about race at which weren't, oh, God, at one point, some guy asked me if I was racist. Now, if you answer that question honestly, honestly, everybody's, everybody's aware of race, aren't they? You know, everybody's aware of that. And as a, you know, I'm hyper, being a skin-headed white man, I am 
fucking skinhead, not by choice, by the way. I want to have one of them fucking man burn haircuts. I want the option with that. But time hasn't been kind to me, people. You know, time hasn't, time hasn't dealt me a, a nice helping hand with regards to, you know, the follicles that I have implanted on my fucking noggin. So, um... I have to, uh, you know, I have to shave my fucking head so I don't look ridiculous. One of those ridiculous people with long hair and, um, you know, and a receding hairline where you just want to go up to and you just want to shake them by the shoulders and just go fucking shave it off. Shave it off. It'll be fine. It's okay. Stop hanging on to your fucking youth. Realize that it's over. And from now on, you're going to be cutting your own hair every fucking two weeks with fucking clippers. Um, yeah, so if you, are, if you honestly answer that question, all of us are a little bit, you know, like we're all aware of it. We all, you know, if you look, look at the concept of racism and think, well, it, it essentially is treating people different due to the colour of their skin or their background culture or whatever... We all do that. I'm hyper nice to fucking people because I've got a fucking skinhead. You know, I'm nicer to people of different ethnicities than me than I would a white person. <laughs> Just in case. I get fucking accused of it. And also, as I tried to explain from stage, much to the bemusement of the audience. <laughs> Just say no, Ben. <coughs> That would be the thing. As I was halfway through trying to explain my um, my own views of racism, uh, a little voice just started screaming in my head, why didn't you just say no, Ben? These people aren't really on the same wavelength as you. They're just, you know, their mind's been boggled by cherry fucking cola vaping juice. And they're just sitting there, you know, fucking, yeah, you know, with fucking one bright pink sock on and one bright fucking yellow sock on in their fucking Converse fucking all-stars because they think, you know, and they're not wearing them because they like them. They're wearing them because it's fucking ironic for some reason. I don't know. And they're just staring at you as you're trying to say, well, actually, I think, you know, it's not for me to say whether I'm racist or not, is it? It's like your actions and, you know, what you say. It's other people, you know. Anyone who says they're not racist is, you know, usually inevitably racist. It's something, it's a label somebody else puts on you as they're fucking, you know, trying to download a meme to fucking, you know, explain what, you know, desperately searching through their phone for a fucking meme that they can send each other for awkward. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Leave your fucking phones alone when you're at a fucking comedy night. You know, for 20... If you can't leave your phone alone for 20 minutes while an act is on stage, I don't think you're really committed to watching that act or enjoying the evening. Or living in the moment, maybe. You know. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, so uh, 
yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a little bit of a struggle. <laughs> if at any point somebody asks you, are you racist at the audience? Maybe they've lost a little bit of faith in you. <laughs> Let's have a little bit more tea, people. Come on. Yeah, so um yeah, so that was a bit of a cunt fest. It was a long twenty minutes. So I think I burnt through about half an hour's worth of material in the first fifteen minutes and then just winged it at winged it for the last five, just wringing out every ounce of joy out of the gig that I could, you know. Just so they're left in despair and dismay and confusion. You know, just that confused look on people's faces where they're <laughs> I got dressed up and paid for a ticket for this. I'm meant to be enjoying it. Well, I'm not enjoying it, sweetheart, so you're not going to either. Oh, dear. Um, I don't know. What are we on? We're on 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, so that was my Wednesday night, people. Uh, the nicest thing about it was it was like about half an hour from my fucking house. Um, so uh, uh, not not even half an hour from my house. Sorry. Like, oh, fuck. I've got a fucking... Some shit coming through on my fucking phone. Um, I should have switched this on fucking airplane mode, shouldn't I? Know what I mean? How do you do that? I've got a new phone. There we go. There we go. Um, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so it's about like five minutes away from my house. I said half an hour, but five minutes, um, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I said half an hour. I got distracted people, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so that was the nicest thing about it. I was fucking off stage and home uh, five minutes later, which was fucking amazing. I don't think they even got a chat. And I bolted out of that venue. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for the money, baby. I'm off. Uh, sorry. No, I did make an apology. Sorry about that. <laughs> Went a little bit off track there. When... Uh, uh... <laughs> I was branded a racist from the fucking audience. Uh, but, you know, it's going to happen every now and again, isn't it? But if you explore those issues, this is my thing. If you explore those issues and you're genuinely honest about, like, your reaction to it, people seem to be fucking gobsmacked. Uh, no, that's where you're automatically just meant to say no. Uh, but if you're actually honest and sort of like delve into it and like try to handle it in a sort of like, you know, in a way that y you're being truthful about how the world works and or how you see the world, then everyone's like, oh, well, he's, he's, what the fuck's going on here? This isn't this isn't right. This isn't good. You know. He's meant to just toe the party line and just instantly say no. I mean, what are they going to get out of that? You know, are you a racist? No. Well, you know, whatever you say, you know, whatever I answer right now is not going to change your mind about me. You know, don't let the skinhead fucking haircut. We all try to be better people and nicer people, but we all we're fucking aware of it. You know, we're aware of all that fucking shit that goes on in the back of our heads and stuff like that, isn't it? And those things change between what you're fucking, how you know somebody. You can joke about that sort of shit if you know fucking somebody really well. If you know for a stranger, you're not going to go up and fucking, you know, start ribbing someone about something. Not that, you know, 
Whereas if you know somebody very well, you can have those in-depth conversations about that sort of thing and fucking take the piss a little bit out of each other and not just, you know, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure I really sold them on my views, baby. Um, but there you go. Uh, anyway, what, <laughs> switching on to uh, something more enlightening. It was uh, this week, superhero and um, talking about like uh, walking on, walking around and trying to be a prophet and philosopher. Come on, Benny. Let's fucking get this podcast back on track, baby. Um, it was um, this week, yesterday, in fact. Uh, yesterday? Yeah, the ninth. Uh, yesterday, in fact, was, um, in fact, uh, uh, was uh, John Lennon's 80th birthday, the old Lenmeister. Would have been 80 uh, yesterday if he wasn't brutally murdered in front of the love of his life. Uh, outside his home. Um, yeah, so like they've been playing tra- uh, John Lennon tracks on the radio, uh, as they say in France, um, all day long. I just, uh, I fucking love him. Uh, uh, I love his stuff. Uh, obviously, it was in the Beatles and that, but I think, you know what I think, guys? I think his best stuff was done after he left the Beatles. I'm going to put it out there. I am. I think, like, he, um, there was that. I, I was talking to this, uh, talking to this, talking to someone about this. Let's have a little bit more tea. My fucking mouth's getting a bit dry. Um, is it racist drinking tea? I don't know. For the history of that, I don't know. There's a question posed. <laughs> It racist for a white guy to drink tea. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I was talking to somebody, uh, somebody very special in uh, uh, to the Ben Briggs podcast, um, popular um, uh, person with the Ben Briggs podcast. Um, I was I, I was talking uh, about this uh, about John Lennon having uh, recently. Um, uh, having quite a profound inf- impact. And it's just like the the amount of songs, the, the fucking great songs he did. Um, and there's an album that's come out, which is like the 80th birthday. Uh, give me some, give me, give me, give me some truth, is it? Give me some truth. And it's like a fucking, it's on YouTube anyway. You can fucking Google it. The fucking full album's on there. And if you listen to that album, this John Lennon album, Uh, Give me some truth. It's just fucking banger after banger after banger. Every fucking song on there is fucking amazing. I can't stress. Listening to that, it's one of those albums. There's, I don't know, there's fucking 50 songs on it. Probably not that many. Probably about 40, 30, 20. Okay, there's two songs. No, there's about 30 songs on there. And they are all, it's one of them albums you can just listen to every fucking track. There's not many albums like that. Not for me, anyway. Um, I know there's people out there who like obscure tracks and, uh, hey, my favourite song of this album is, fuck off. With your fucking obscure shit, wanting to be different, cunt. Um, yeah, but every song on there is a fucking banger. Obviously, you've got, you know, Imagine on there. Great song, you know. 
should be as I was talking to uh, as I was talking to this uh, special lady. She's my lady friend. Um, as we were uh, talking, <laughs> she's my goddamn lady friend, man. Uh, as the dude would say. Um, uh, imagine should be like every fucking national anthem. I know we're getting deep. Every fucking national anthem to every fucking country in the world. That's what it should be, shouldn't it? You know, there's me with my hippie roots. Look at that. I just want some fucking... I just want to be able to grow some dreadlocks, man. I want to go out to India and fucking become, you know, and wear orange robes and shit. It makes you want to do that, doesn't it, that song? Go out to India, wear some orange robes and shit, put a bit of paint on your fucking head, and walk around and, you know, try and bend in positions that your fucking body isn't physically able to do. (laughs) Find some sort of inner peace. Take the power out of the word cunt and never say it again. I don't know. Maybe. Um, But uh, that's a fucking... Uh, obviously, everybody knows. Imagine "Jealous Guy" is a fucking great song. Working class hero, woman. You know, there's so many fucking good isolation. That's a great track. Never heard it before. Very relevant for 2020. Isn't everything very relevant for 2020? Don't keep people keep saying that. Don't they? Keep saying that. Everything. Uh, it's so relevant for 2020. Well, fucking. Yeah. You know. You can paste up that fucking poster about everything, can't you? Uh, Yeah, so, you know, before he was brutally murdered um, outside his own house in front of the woman who loved him and mother of his child, he he fucking, I, I fucking, I thoroughly recommend you checking that out on YouTube. Uh, Give me some truth. uh, And it's just every fucking track is fucking amazing. It's so good. There's not been... I don't think there's been any musician or um, that has ever existed who uh, knew himself so well and was able to translate that into uh, uh, a melody and chorus. (laughs) I don't know. It's just the fucking lyrics are amazing. Every song... It's fucking deep, meaningful. There's heart there, you know what I mean? He's exposing himself to the world after he left the Beatles. And those those the tracks he left uh wrote after that. Um I don't know. It's like I was I was saying to my little friend that um we uh uh he was he made that quote about uh the Beatles being bigger than Jesus and then almost became to embody that sort of like almost, you know, cult-like, God-like, Jesus-like fucking position in the music industry and in popular culture. He's almost, you know, even fucking look like him if Jesus had round glasses. (laughs) I don't know, man. It was just listening to that fucking album it just takes you into another dimension of what art can be and how you can fucking influence people and how that influence, you know, 40 years later or whatever is still going on. Um, I can't recommend it highly enough. I have, you know, it's a fucking, 
Uh, it's just an amazing, amazing album. And he it was a fucking talent. And that's what always happens, isn't it? All the fucking talented people get fucking executed by some fucking weird fan who goes mental, isn't it? With his fucking catcher in the right fucking mindset. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it always happens, isn't it? But, you know, maybe... <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was maybe it was a good thing. Maybe like by being brutally murdered outside of his uh, home in front of the woman he loves that we missed out on his version of the fucking frog chorus. <laughs> or Yoko coming out with fucking vegan fucking sausage rolls or something like that. I don't know. Yoko's vegan sausage rolls. That could have been where it all ended. Uh, I don't know. She gets a lot of stick as well, doesn't she? Old Yoko. Because uh, splitting out the Beatles and shit. But, you know. I think uh, if a... Con not that, you know. I think they inspired each other. This is the uh, this is the conclusion I've come to. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so that happened this week. So uh, it was his 80th birthday. So check out that fucking album. I'm not fucking, you know. I haven't got deals with Amazon or anything like that. You, you don't have to check it out if you don't want to. If you're sitting around thinking, well, John Lennon's a piece of shit, probably best, best don't check it out. There's people on there who dislike it. There's people who gave it a thumbs down in you, on YouTube. Who the fuck these people are? I have no fucking idea. Who goes and watches a, specifically an, a full album of John Lennon songs and listens to it and then afterwards, you listen to the whole album and go, nah, not for me. Who can listen to Imagine by John Lennon and go, nah, that's fucking load of shit, that is, isn't it? <laughs> but they listen to it. They've gone there. They've either ended up down a wormhole, but they've clicked play on it. John Lennon, Imagine. I wonder what this is all about. Holy fucking shit. This is fucking bullshit. Imagine there's no heaven. Oh, God, don't want to do that. Shut up, John. Um, you know. And no religion, too. Oh, God. It's just fucking religious people on there, isn't it? That's it, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what are we on? Uh, so, you know, that shows the wonderful diversity of the human race, isn't it? Where people can go on Imagine by John Lennon, play it, listen to it, and go, nah, it's a fucking load of shit, that. <laughs> Ah, uh, there you are. Uh, 34. 34 minutes, people. Um, that was uh, episode 150 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Um, uh, if you want to send me any, uh, any abuse or uh, uh, questions or just fucking say hello, it is just uh, email is uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Um, have a good rest of your weekend. Um, as I say, I'll be back on Tuesday. Take care.